performing chemist for the medical profession since 1858, bring you Academy Awards. The pictures, the players, the techniques and skills which have won or been nominated for the coveted awards granted each year by the Academy of Motion Picture Arts and Sciences to each in his field for outstanding achievement. family of Squibb Medicinal Products brings you the distinguished Paramount star Brian Donlevy in The Great McGinty, the original screenplay for which Preston Sturgis won his 1940 Academy Award. guy called McGinty who's Penn and Byron a joint out of the border. This is the story of McGinty, his friends, and their brief day of glory. Well, here we are, and if your eyes can see through the cigarette smoke, I'll point out our interesting characters. Oh, yeah, those uh, tough dead sand looking mugs at the table playing poker. Open! Get it up! That's the boss. Used to be a big shot political boss up north. Oh, then, boss. That's Louie. He carries a rod under his arm and nothing under his cap. I'm in so boss. That's the politician. And over here, the pale-faced young man staring into his face. His name is Thompson. He's new down here and very sad. Where's the door to the patio? Right behind that rabbit's palm. And behind the bar... Watch this bar for me, Pedro. I got a hunch about that guy, Thompson. The great McGinty himself about to go into action. Shall we join McGinty in the patio? Hey, you, give me that gun. No, no, let me alone. Give me it. I don't want to live anymore. Shut up. Come on out of here. Don't you. You're breaking my arm. Well, are you coming, peaceful? All right. Why did you have to stop me? Why didn't you let me do it? Here, have a drink. Thanks. Hey, what's the matter with you, kid? What do you want to pull a gun on yourself for? I hadn't any right to go on living. Nuts. What did you do? I was a cashier of a bank up in Montclair, New Jersey. So what? I had a nice house, nice wife, nice kids. And I sold $25,000 from the bank. Oh, I don't deserve to live. <laughs> You was a cashier of a bank and you stole only 25,000 bucks. <laughs> hey, get a load of this guy. And he wants to shoot him. But well, what did you ever do, McGinty? What did I do? I'll tell you. I was the governor of a state. You governor of a state? How did you ever have been a governor? Well, how do you get to be anything? You got to start at the bottom. And that's where I started. <laughs> got into town under a freight car. It's snowing and I'm cold and beat and I ain't been eating for two days and I'm in a soup kitchen inhaling some broth when the politician ups to me. Now, 
good soup, huh? Certainly kind of the mayor to think of the less fortunate on a night like this. Never mind the applesauce bowl. Yeah. How'd you like to make a cup of butter? What do you think you're kidding? What have I got to do? Very simple, my boy. You just go down and vote for Mayor Tillinghast and come right back here and collect two bucks. How about voting twice? That's four bucks. What's the jail sentence for repeating? Who said anything about repeating? Where do you think this is? Hicks Corners? Some people are too lazy to vote, that's all. They don't like this kind of weather. Some of them is sick in bed and can't vote. Maybe a couple of them croaked recently. That ain't no reason why Mayor Tillinghast should be cheated out of their support. All we're doing is getting out the vote. Today, there's no telling where you'll be tomorrow. 
This is a land of great opportunity. Hey, what makes this place so quiet? You don't hear nothing in here. It's armored. Don't interrupt. And if you think I'm not the boss, you'll try to cross me up sometime. You got me all a tremble. I bet you're scared to death of yourself. All right. You ask for it. Yeah, I'll break in that tired as I am. Hey, here's where you get yours. <laughs> I could feed him to the punch, you know. <laughs> Boy, but we had some panicking. I thought you said you were the governor of a state. Sounds like you were just a cheap crook. Well, you got to crawl before you walk, don't you? I collected the chicken feed for a while, see, and then the guy makes me an alderman, and I move in on the second floor. Hello. Hello. I thought we was cut off. As I was saying, Stealing gas is dead as a doornail. We need a new face. Clean, typical American. Upright, dependable. Somebody they don't know too much about. What do you think of McGinty? Huh? Never heard of him, huh? Well, that's just what I'm talking about. A hundred thousand dollars. That's what they tell me. But that's a confounded outrage, Mr. Alderman. Even in the days of Bob Herman, we didn't have to pay that much for franchises. Not even in the days of Bathhouse Jake. Those boys were fighters compared to this mob. Oh, you don't mean that, Mr. Maxwell. You've got to remember everything's gone up. Living expenses is higher. There's an income tax. Uh, and, well, you're dealing with a better class of men than Bathhouse Jake. Now, look here. I will not pay grant. Millions for defense, but not one cent for tribute. You could call it advertising. Uh, yes? I'm over here. I want to talk to you. I got something important. Be right over. Well, I'm sorry, Maxwell, but that's the way it is. Uh, Catherine. Yes, Mr. McGinty? I've got to go over and see the boss. I'll be back about four. All right, Mr. McGinty. No, just a minute, McGinty. What you got here, huh? Yeah. Sit down. Have a cigar. Are you kidding? I know them cigars. Listen, you want to be a reform mayor. Reform mayor? That's what I said. Well, what do you mean, reform mayor? What do you think it means? Make me say everything twice, will you? Well, I said, do you want to be a reform mayor of this city? Mayor! Well, what you got to do with the reform party? I am the reform party. Who do you think? You're the reform party. Why do you make me say everything twice? But since when? Since a long time ago. In this town, I'm all the parties. You think I'm going to starve every time they change administration? But then where does the Reform Party come in? They come in the back door every Wednesday. <laughs> I ask you if you want to be Reform Mayor. You give me a plain answer. Well, sure, I guess so. Good. You're in. You'll have to kiss a lot of babies, meet a lot of guys, and uh, wear your old clothes. I don't want no dudes after that last one. And though you'll have to get married right away. What do you mean, get married right away? What do you think it means? Do I have to say everything's white? <laughs> Women vote. Maybe they don't know it. They don't like bachelors. Oh, they don't, huh? Well, if they don't like them, they can lump them. What's the matter with you? Are you not? No, I'm just playing hard to get. Darn you. <laughs> don't you know what marriage is? Don't you know that marriage has always been the most beautiful, the most beautiful setup between the sexes? Don't you know it's a goat without the pants? Like a pig without a poke. Marriage is the most, the most 
Then why don't you try it? Because I ain't running for mayor. Yeah, well, I ain't either. Hope that in your pig. Before continuing with part two of Academy Award, may we suggest for your enjoyment every day an ever-popular member of the great family of squib products, pure, refreshing squib dental cream. There's something about its delightful minty flavor that seems to wake up your mouth to leave it pleasantly cool, clean, refreshed. Look into your mirror, and you will see your own smile with all its natural sparkle revealed. For the active ingredient in pure squib dental cream is one of the safest, softest, yet most effective polishing agents known to dental science. It's just one more reason why you can taste, feel, and see the refreshing difference when you brush your teeth with Squib Dental Cream. Use it regularly for a more attractive smile, a cleaner, happier mouth. Taste, feel, and see the refreshing difference. In just a moment, Brian Darnlevy will be back for the second part of The Great McGinty. But first, we want to thank Paramount Pictures for making this story available. You'll be interested to know that you can soon see Brian Don Levy in Paramount's new Technicolor production, The Virginian. And now, part two of the Academy Award-winning picture, The Great McGinty. secretary first, and then I was a goner. Oh, I'm so happy for you, Mr. McGinty. What are you talking about? I told him to go fly a kite. Can you see me telling some dame where I've been till two o'clock in the morning, and, and how did you get that lip rouge on your hat? Well, I certainly feel the same way you do about it, Mr. McGinty, but yeah. you need the woman's vote, and if you had a wife, uh, what I mean to say, Mr. McGinty, is that I've been married before, and, well, I'd be willing to marry you, Mr. McGinty. Huh? Hello, Mr. McGinty's office. Who's calling? Oh, it's for you, Mr. McGinty. Yeah. Oh, what? Tell him I'm dead or something. I, I you got to go into the office and think this over. Careful. I don't want you to think I've been concealing anything from you. Huh? There's no reason why I should. It's just that in the excitement... What? Sit down, Mr. McGinty. What's on your mind? It's just... Well, I think you ought to know if we're all going to have to live in the same house. Who's all? I've been meaning to tell you that... Well, I have two of the loveliest little children, and they have the cutest little dog just that I knew you wouldn't mind being mayor and everything. I don't suppose you'll be home very much anyway. We 
Molly got me all right. Being married was a cinch to get elected. And Catherine wasn't a bad wife at all. For any guys, though, even though we didn't work at it for a while, but being mayor was a cinch. So when I got to thinking of being married, that was a lot to hurt. Bessie, put it on the bed, Bessie. Did you wash out those other stockings? Not yet. Oh. Oh, Mr. McGinty. What are you doing in my room? Well, you know, Catherine, I, uh, I was thinking, why, why don't you, we, have dinner together sometime? Well, I'd be very glad to, Mr. McGinty. Anytime. <laughs> you know, if you told anybody that we've been living here like this for six months, and neither one of us ever gives the other one a thought, do you? I wouldn't believe it. That's right. Even if it was true, they wouldn't believe it. Uh-huh. Well, it's silly. Yes, it is. I ain't never even kissed you. No, Mr. McGinty. That's silly, isn't it? Yes, Mr. McGinty. Oh. What's the use of being silly? I'm your husband, ain't I? Washington and Abraham Lincoln were all together. Only fine. Hey, have you been drinking catnip? No, darling. No, I haven't. I know you and I believe in you. You'll be strong enough someday, Dan. And then you'll wash clean of graft and crooks and feeding politicians and really deserve your title. The Put 40 
of your dad. You're strong enough for anything now. Huh? You're governor. Governor of the state. Now you can keep your promise. Look, I, I'm governor. You're the governor's lady now. Everybody don't get to be governor. Isn't that enough for you? Why don't we leave well enough alone? Yeah. Oh, Mr. Governor, huh? the reception committee is waiting to see you, sir. Oh, well, show him in. You go with that guy. Find another room for a while. I'll be with you when I get rid of these bums. Well, 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 we did it, eh, Magitti? What are you doing in here? I'm expecting the reception committee. He's expecting the committee. Listen, punk, you got it. I'm the committee. What a wonderful opportunity, Daniel. The state needs everything. They've been on as governor so long, the whole place is in wreck and ruin. Is that so? Fantastic. The roads, for instance, they're in terrible condition. In case of war, we'd be at the mercy. How could an enemy ever get to here? How do I know? Am I a general? Now, we'll start off with a new state capitol building. Maybe white marble. Or do you like pink? What do we need it for? Need it for? This one's got a crack in it. I like it. And I got to live in it. What are you trying to pull, Lord? Look, there ain't going to be no dams and no bridges and no buildings the people don't need from now on. The people? Say, <laughs> you sick or something? I feel fine. And what are you trying to put over your cheap double-crossing rat? After I spend 400 grand to put you in here. Look, here's the key to my safety deposit box. I'll pay you the rest out of my salary. What's all this talk? You're spouting like a woman. Aha, uh -huh, your wife, the cheesecake, you marry. Leave her out of this. There, I told you. You skunk. You double-crossing skunk. I'll give it to you for this. Oh, no, you don't. I'll put your stove. Get me with a chair, will you? Governor, the governor, where are you? Oh, there he is, under the table, on top of the big guy. Was on top. Idea. Any more noise and I'll put the folks in solitary. 
I got all the keys right here, and it'll be very simple. He's got the keys. You said it. Now be quiet! Wait till it gets dark if you want to yell.
Broadcasting System.